Hey everybody, welcome back. This is GRE Bytes. I'm Davis, an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. And we're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. Check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com and use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships. Okay, so um, the GRE is a long test, many questions, many sections. Simple question here. Uh, do you need to answer every question? What's the consequence for not answering questions? Yeah, great question. This comes up a lot in beginner students. So first of all, there is no penalty for not answering a question. Uh, there's also no penalty for answering a question incorrectly. You put those two facts together and at the very least, every student, even if he or she is running out of time, should make sure that every single question on the test is answered, even if it's a random stab in the dark, because, hey, who knows? It's like a free pull of the slot machine with much better odds, actually, since most questions have a, a roughly 20% chance of getting it right. You know, that's, that's not bad in Vegas. So, uh, yeah, because there's no penalty for leaving questions blank or answering questions incorrectly, you should answer every single question. But that's not really the spirit of this question, I think. The spirit of this question is, should I really try to give a full attempt to every problem in the time limit? And for a lot of students, when they start out, that's just not a realistic goal. Um, if we're trying to answer every, let's say, quantitative problem within the time limit, there's 20 problems in the set, 35 minutes in the section. So that comes to a minute and 45 seconds per question. Most students, when they start, cannot answer most questions at that pace. So they're actually not able to give a real attempt to all 20 problems. And what I say to these students is that is okay. That is okay. Um, it's a much better idea in the beginning to focus on accuracy than efficiency. At the very least, a student needs to get to the point where all other things being equal, he or she is more likely to answer a question correctly than incorrectly. Like your accuracy rate should be above 50% before we start to prioritize efficiency. And that's rational. Once you're more likely to get a question right than wrong, then it makes sense to prioritize more questions. But until that happens, you need to focus on getting the points that you can get. And a lot of, I mean, I've worked with students who have answered zero questions correct on their initial diagnostics. So we're really running the gamut here. This podcast is going out to folks like that. And they're also going out to hotshots who are getting 19 out of 20 correct already before they reach out to me. So this podcast is more designed for folks in the former category, the ones who are scoring very low on their diagnostics. And part of the reason why they're scoring low is they're still trying to keep up that pace. These folks need more time per question and, and that's okay because they need to be getting the points first before they focus on answering more questions within the time limit. No, that makes a lot of sense. And this is, uh, you know, doing a practice test for the first time and putting yourself in the context of taking the GRE or even just a section of the GRE. Um, 
I can totally see the 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 reality of that of saying, okay, I've got I've got 35 minutes. I got to finish all 20 questions, and then I'm just half-assing each question because I think I need to get to every question, and then I haven't really actually learned how to do the test better at all. Whereas the the, the strategy you're suggesting is like you said, it's a little more rational, which is that if I sit down and focus on actually getting the question right, then I'll have a better foundation for what I need to improve in order to actually get the target score that I want. Yeah, that's well said. So in the beginning, if you're scoring very low on your initial diagnostics, what I would recommend is you skip aggressively. You want to proactively skip and to try to find the questions that you recognize that have recognizable diagnoses to you. These could be questions that you already feel naturally competent to solve, or they're questions that you've reviewed in the Stellar program. Um, remember, all of the chapters are ranked in descending order of base rates, so we present the most common question types first. So what you can do when you go into a new practice set or a practice test is you can skip until you find a question that you can recognize. It's like, oh, this is a circle problem because there's a circle. I studied circle problems. I might be able to solve this one and focus on that. If you look at a question and within five seconds or so, you can't figure out what even what type of problem it is, just skip it. That might not be your point right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, so to be clear, we're talking about uh, whether students should should answer should attempt to answer every question, and Orion is uh, aptly breaking it down into: if you're taking the GRE, already gone through the whole thing, a uh, whole study program, you're taking the GRE, and there are a few questions that you didn't answer. Uh, throw in an answer because you'll you'll more likely than not have a better chance at getting some credit for it, but. Now we're talking about, should I answer every question in my practice tests in order to better help myself develop those those skills that I need to get better at the test overall? And I think what you're talking about, Orion, makes a lot of sense, which is that in the initial phases of first tackling the Jerry, first getting exposure and experience with different practice sets, different sections, um, aggressively skip as you said don't answer those questions focus on 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 your competency on your ability to answer questions accurately first and then that will be a way in which to guide your study most effectively so that you can get to the place where you're actually answering the majority of the questions accurately and once you're more likely to get a question right than wrong then you can prioritize efficiency now in the beginning let's say you're answering six questions within the time limit your next run through on a practice set or a mock exam, try to answer eight questions within the time limit. Like you need to titrate and scaffold your performance throughout your prep. You don't, you're not going to go from answering six to all 20 in one step. So with every subsequent practice set or practice test, try to answer, set an intention to answer one or two questions max more per that run through. And that's how you move reliably in the direction of your goals. Finally, most students don't need a perfect score, right? So you need to figure out what score you need in order to get what you want in this grad school admissions process. It's probably not a perfect score, which means that you have some wiggle room. Even higher performing students need to take this into consideration. Even at a lot of programs, if you can score around the 162, 163 
level, that's a competitive application, which basically means that you have to answer around 17 questions in each set within the time limit. So you actually don't even have to answer all of the questions if you're a high-performing student trying to get into a competitive program. But that's something that you need to do the due diligence on beforehand to know how much room you have to give with respect to your actual performance. I appreciate that uh, fresh perspective as well in terms of taking the final test relative to what uh, program you're trying to get into. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Orion, for your uh, sharing. We'll be back next week for another bite-sized episode of Jerry Bites. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss on a future episode, let us know at stellargre at gmail.com. And if you're ready to take your prep to the next level, check out our top-rated Jerry self-study program at stellargre.com and use the code Bites for 10% off all memberships. Thank you.